Stanley Urentienta, and today's episode of What Goes On Around Here uh, is with a friend of mine, an actress, and her name is Eva LaRue. You may know her from All My Children, you may know her from CSI Miami, or you may know her from just being in the In-N-Out hamburger line, because apparently she's a self-described In-N-Out addict. We'll find out all about that and much more with Eva LaRue. Hi, Eva. How are you? Welcome to What Goes On Around Here. So I always like to start out giving um, people just a little bit of information. You know, they know who you are. Obviously, they've seen you on television for years, soap operas, CSI Miami, movies. But they might not know your background. You're a local girl. I'm a local girl. And you come from a teeny tiny little place. Is it Norca? Norco. Norco. Yeah, Norco, which is in Riverside County, about an hour and a half south of Los Angeles. And well, actually, I was, I was born in Long Beach, California, and then totally grew up local. in Norco. Yep, totally local. Then grew up in Norco. It's a little horse town. It used to be a Pony Express stop, and they've kept a lot of the facades in the main part of town looking like a Pony Express stop. And so everybody's riding their horses all up and down the because the city ordinance keeps any sidewalks from being built. It's only horse trails. It was an amazing place to grow up. There's a great rodeo that's in there, a really amazing equestrian center, and everybody's Did you know got everybody? Horses. Did everybody know everybody? Well, pretty good part, yeah. I mean... There was still twenty five thousand people who lived there when I was, you know, when I was growing up. And there's what five in your five siblings total in your family? Four, four. Yeah, I did have an older brother, and he he died when I was eleven. He was killed by a drunk driver. Oh, he was twenty one, and I was I was eleven. Dear, Um, and you're kind of a mixed mutt, right? I I am. I mean, I'm a mixed breed. French, (laughs) uh, Scottish, Dutch. Yeah, my mom is all things white. (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> she is as white as a sock and blue eyes and blonde hair. And my daughter looks just like her. Your daughter is blue eyed and blonde hair. Yep. And what, not quite white as a sock. She at least tans like a Puerto Rican. <laughs> so, and then my dad's Puerto Rican, but then he's got French back in his, you know. Because you look to me like a French Puerto Rican. That's the look I get when I look at you. Oh, okay. Thank yeah, you. I see a lot of French in you. Well, Puerto Ricans are a whole mix of things anyway, because that whole big rum slave sugar trade. That went, you know, they had, they had French, they had, um, they had Spanish, they had the indigenous that were living there on the island. They've had all the European, you know, traders through there. So they've got a. There's the white Puerto Ricans. There's the black Puerto Ricans. There's the mixed Puerto Ricans. Or the more Hispanic-y looking Puerto Ricans. Anyway, so, you look at it, you're all American. Yup. Hello, yep, everyone. Yep. Puerto Rico is in America. Guess what? Many people didn't know that, especially when they were hit by the hurricane last I year. I know. OMG. That's why I'm saying it again. For those of you that don't know, Puerto Rico is part, of, is America. part of America. They're Americans. <laughs> so, aye, aye. so growing up was kind of like being in a little Petticoat Junction or a Mayberry RFD for Absolutely. You, right? Absolutely, yeah. It and really you was. started acting when you were six. Yes. What was your first thing you did? My my first commercial was a Del Monte green bean commercial. <laughs> and I loved, and I sang the jingle for it too. How'd it go? Um, it was, nothing's too good for daddy and me. Mom brings Del Monte home. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to eat green beans? Uh huh. And I liked green beans at the time, but when I, but after, so they gave me a spit bucket. Yeah. And I had to eat the green beans like a hundred thousand times and then spit them into the bucket afterwards because no way could you, I, I can't touch, I can't even smell a green bean to this day. You know, that's so funny. Um, for those of you who don't know, I started out in the, in the business as a little actress myself. 
And when I was, I don't know, I must have been 10 years old or 11 years old, I got a national commercial for Shasta Cherry Cola. Oh. Okay. And we also had a spit bucket because we had to crack the can and take a sip. And the director was adamant that you had to take the sip. You couldn't fake out. Yeah, don't fake it. Right. So you had to take the sip. And let me tell you, I never want to see, and this is how many years later, I never want to see Shasta Cherry Cola as long as I Uh, live. uh. I always think, thank God it wasn't a McDonald's commercial, because I really would have been bummed if I couldn't eat a burger. (laughs) Right, ever again. Well, do you remember the Schick Clinics? Back in the day, when we were kids, the Schick Stop Smoking Clinics. Yeah. And they'd make you smoke like 100 packs in a day just to make you be like, oh, that you were disgusted. Yeah, you're disgusted with it. I wonder wonder if the psychology of it. I wonder if that's where it came from. That's hysterical. All right, look, before we get into your career, which we're going to get into, um, I want to talk about your sister. Is it Nika? Nika. Mm-hmm. Please tell everybody, Anthony, when you hear this story, uh, for those of you who don't know, Eva, Eva was on one of my favorite soap opera. I know not yours, Anthony. Oh, no. But my, Were you well, a soap a, cheater? He was a young and restless guy. Yep, you soap cheater. That's your... <laughs> <laughs> so you were CBS. And Eva was Dr. Santos on All My Children. My, I never missed an episode from the day that book opened to the day that book ended. I know. I watched every single episode every day and this what she's about to tell you could have been ripped right out of a page of a soap opera yeah and it did end up on but, csi miami the yeah, story darker correct? than a soap though yeah tell the story please of what happened to your sister so um my sister was about 13 and uh, so and i'm three and a half years older than her so we were going to these um these like modeling days where you would go to a, a local park they would have them like every two months or something and they would be at different big parks in and around Southern California. And Were they the, auditions? Is that what no. it was? Just No, it was amateur and professional photographers coming to these parks and they would do a big model call. So anybody who considered themselves a model, wanted to be a model, wasn't a model, but wanted to have like model pictures. You would go to this park and you would find, you would shoot with a couple of different photographers and they would get stuff for their books and, and um, you would get stuff for your books. So, um, and we'd been to several of those. And one of the ones... Were you already a working model? at the time? No, not really, because I was like 15, 16. Yeah, so I was still in school. Because you did model eventually, right? I did, yeah. I did. And I modeled as a kid. Fredericks of Hollywood? Not as a kid, though. No, Fredericks of Hollywood I did when I was 21. Yeah. Yeah. No, 20. Yeah, Lingerie, right? Yeah. 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 So at this particular time, you guys were just aspiring. We were just aspiring. Okay. Yeah. And I'd done some modeling as a kid, and I'd done some commercials as a kid. But then, you know, you get into that weird, awkward spot as a teenager, and no one really paying attention well no one's hiring because they want somebody older to, to play, play younger, younger because the you know the sag rules are you can only work a certain amount of days if you're under or a certain amount of hours per day if you're under 18 so that's a pain nobody wants you know they and want plus you, you have to be 12. supervised as well you have to go to school yeah. on set it's a whole big yeah. ordeal so nobody wants to pay that extra money or have that that hassle so uh, modeling is kind of the only thing you can sort print of work, print modeling, work and modeling yeah. And uh, the odd commercial. So I, we were going to these things and kind of, you know, trying to fill out our books. And my little sister was really tall. She's five eleven. So she was, she was like probably five nine at thirteen at that point. Wow. So she was really tall. 
And when you went to these things, you would find a photographer you like to work with, take a bunch of pictures with them, and then kind of and then look at somebody else's book and sort of decide, oh, I want to shoot with you next. And and so one of the people that she was shooting with, it was a serial killer. And right now I don't remember his name. His name is eluding me. Good. Um. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! But yeah, he was a serial killer. Well, I can tell you this: he was a convicted killer. For uh, he, she was what number three out of fifty-four photographs that they found. Fifty-four photographs they found in his cache of photographs, and also what was he going to do with those girls that he photographed? Do you know? Well, he killed many of them. The girls that he took photos of, he like when he would meet them at these parks, at these big things, and then say, let's let's not do that. You know, like, let's go shoot another time when it's not all these people. Let's go out to Joshua Tree and shoot some really cool stuff at Joshua Tree. Or let's go up to the Angeles Crest and shoot some really cool stuff out Where in the woods. nobody's around. Yeah. We'll shoot some really great fashion stuff out there. So then they would disappear. Unbelievable, yeah, right? Unbelievable. So out of fifty four girls, I don't even remember how many um were dead out of that group, but I believe it was like sixteen. And they found the fifty four girls, uh, and so they put out we had no idea he was serial right. Killer. I was gonna say how when no idea. and how did you find out? So yeah, so cut to so she's thirteen. Um, he takes her picture and takes then her she pictures, goes off. and then we all go. My mom was always there at the parks with us, you know. So nothing happens, and 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 everything's fine, thank God. Um, and she would have never gone out to go do a photo shoot like that anyway. She was only thirteen, and not stupid. Yeah, and not <laughs> stupid. And my mom would never have not right. gone. But um, so cut to decades later, and I was working on CSI Miami already, and I get a phone call from my sister saying, I'm at work right now, and the LA County Sheriff's Department keeps um, trying to call me, and I have no idea, like, what? Like, I have no idea what's going on, but I got another phone call from a friend saying, hey, your picture just showed up on the news, and it's a young picture of you. For, it was one of her high school friends saying it was a picture of you from like, you know, middle school. And they want to know if you're dead or alive. And she's like, you know, Eva, will you call? I, can't, I don't get a break for like another hour. Will you call and find out what is your the sister in the on? industry? Yeah, she is. Well, she was a mod- She went on to be a model. Oh, she actually was, you know, like a real model. Like I was just a pretend model, but she, <laughs> I, you know, like she actually modeled. Yeah, because she was tall, so um, and really beautiful. And so uh, I called LA County sheriffs and I said, "What is this regarding?" This is my sister's name. They said, "Is your sister alive?" And I said, "Yeah." Why? Yeah, I just thank God I just got off the phone with her because if I talked to you first, I'd be thinking maybe she right. wasn't. Like, don't lead with that. You know right. what I mean? Um, so I said, yes, my sister's alive. Why? What does that have to do with? And he said, we have just, um, there's a cold case that's been reopened. And um, the cold, we, you know, this cold case, you know, and just knowing from having worked on CSI, cold cases need a lot of money to reopen. Because you have to rerun DNA, and DNA is $10,000 per run. Wow. So that's why cold cases stay cold, because there's no money to run these. Obviously, one of the children's parents or a family member must have wanted it open. Somebody must have wanted it open. Actually, I don't think it was out. I think what happened was um, um, L.A. County Sheriff's had gotten a grant. And they'd gotten a grant to open, you know, of a, a, a big chunk of money to open cold cases. And then they decided what the important ones were. And they wanted to go back and get this guy for because he'd only been convicted of one murder, but they had always suspected that he was a serial killer. And so they wanted to open the case back up because when you're trying um, somebody as a as a serial killer, there has to be three 
You have to three have at least three or more. But you have to have DNA in place. Everything's got to be ready to go. At the time, they didn't have the money for the case to run what year DNA was for three cases. What year was it? Um, it had to have been... Do you know what? I don't know all the super specifics, but I think well, you were he on got, CSI. Already. Oh, what year did that yes, happen? Did we yes, find out? Yes. Oh, that would have been um, uh, around two thousand eight, two thousand nine. <gasps> yeah. Did she was it, she must have been completely affected by that, right? Well, yeah, we all were. We were like, what? You're in a can like in a serial killer's portfolio. Like, I mean, that the brush is. Such a close brush. Oof. Do you know well, what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. So creepy. So they asked me, <clears throat> so I didn't tell anybody, but then of course it came out in People magazine and um, and the sheriff told the magazine that I was her sister. Uh-oh. So then it says, you know, CSI Miami star's sister is in this, you know, and they do this whole People Magazine thing about it. And People Magazine called to, to, you know, have me be part of the interview. And I said, you know what? I actually don't want to be part of this interview at all. Right. A, it didn't happen to me. And B, even though it's affecting us all psychologically in the, you know, um, I, I don't really... I, I, there's people who are still and look, you had a young wondering daughter. what happened to their their sisters, mothers, friends. I don't want to be like, hey, uh, we're, I just we, felt, we, we escaped. We're fine. Yeah. I just felt like it was dancing on the graves of other. I don't know. I, I it felt yucky that. to me in every oh, no, way. I understand that. And also you had a young daughter at the time. Right? I had a young daughter at the time. So and the that's whole scary. Thing, the it, whole thing is scary. Very but scary. But then it ended up a storyline on CSI well, Miami. Yeah. So and uh, People magazine printed my name with the story along with the story anyway. And so my executive producer came to me and said, oh, my God, we totally want to do this as a story. <laughs> I said, I can't. I really I can't. And uh, they're like, they're like, are you sure? Because we really want to do it. And I said, I just feel like it's really disrespectful. I feel like everything about doing this story would be disrespectful to the ones that are still missing and the ones that they're not even sure. And then they said, how about this? How about if we do it? And then at the end, we save time in the credits and we show all 54 girls again and the phone number to call if you have any information Ooh, on any of chills. these women. And I said, that's the story I'll tell. Wow. Yeah. I said, if we can help. Because with our viewership, which is was in the multi, multi, multi millions, right? If you can help find, if where we one can of those help, then yes. And your sister was part of that episode. Yeah, so my sister played a reporter in the episode. And didn't they love her so much that they offered her a, reoccur- a reoccurring role and she turned it down on the show? No, she would have taken it if they had offered oh. her a recurring role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she would have been a, an idiot had she not taken the recurring. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking when I was reading that, I'm like, really? She would have turned that down? Yeah, nah. Hey, to work with her sister? <laughs> no, that part's not true. Okay. <laughs> Debunked. Wow. I mean, that story, when I read that story, it, I read it like it was a fictional story. Yeah, it's but crazy. But knowing it was a real story. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And <laughs> is it true that your cousin is Jane Fonda? Yes, she doesn't know or care, but I know <laughs> and I care for both of us. <laughs> Why doesn't she know or care? Because <laughs> she's a legit star for a long time. And so, how is she related? She is my grandmother's sister's... Got it. ...daughter's daughter. Wow. Yeah. 
And my mom grew up with her, like, because they were cousins. Did you ever, have you ever met her? Um, I met her once. And did you tell her I'm your cousin? Well, I said, yeah, I did. And it was kind of embarrassing because I was like, I was like, I just, I said, I know this is sort of silly and weird because we were at a big charity event and I introduced myself and I said, but we're related. Um, You know, your great aunt is, you know, we're related through your great uh, through your right. great grandmother, and she was like, "Oh, well, nice to meet you." That's and it. that was it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, she's not. I mean, it's not like she had anything. Like, what was she going to do? Hug me? And like, we're going to yes. share clothes? Like, I don't. You well, know, what was she supposed you to say? And said, "How nice, cousin," or something. She did say, "You know, nice to meet." You. Like, oh, interesting. Okay, nice to meet you. I mean, she's she was a, nice. She was she's lovely. A, she's a very sarcastic woman to begin with, but it's meant in jest. Her sarcasm, I think. Yeah, of course. I've interviewed her. She's really nice. She she's tough, is what she really is. But she's funny. That show they have, Grace and Frankie, oh, is she's hysterical. Great yeah, I yeah. mean, she's eighty-two years old, and she looks like a freaking smoke show. She still looks like a smoke show. I mean, you're not kidding. She yeah. is unbelievable. She's keeping it high and tight. Ah, right, you are not kidding. All right, so we talked about your modeling. Uh, we talked. How was it modeling, by the way, for Fredericks of Hollywood? I used to go there and buy my lingerie. I know it was a it was a one and done job. I oh, actually really? got fired from it. Why? Yeah, because um, because they didn't think I I fit into the clothes. Well, I guess like they didn't think. I, well, with that sexy hot body. Well, thank you, but I think they they didn't. Were you too thin for them? No, I think I I looked too. They thought I looked too conservative. They thought my look was too girl next door. They wanted amped up. They wanted. I mean, Fredericks of Hollywood was yeah, a little more sleazy. amped. It was yeah. a little sleazy. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't Victoria's Secret. It was yeah. pre Victoria's Secret it actually was before Victoria's yeah. Secret. Came That's out. I think why Victoria's Secret came out. I think Fredericks was for the bad girls. Yeah. And Victoria's Secret was for the good girls. Yeah. Like That's a sexy why good girl. Angels. Right. <laughs> That's why Frederick had the devils. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly. I literally I only worked for half the day and they let me go. I was so I was like so embarrassed. Oh my god. I'm like, oh my god, I've never been let half go from the it. day. That's yeah. the best. I did like four bra shots. And then they go. And that like, was it. See ya. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Well. Bye, Felicia. Didn't didn't fit the um, profile. You were a teenage beauty queen. I didn't know you were involved in beauty pageants. I know. Tell me about that. Oh my gosh, I was. Um, well, when I was, I, my mom put me in pageants when I was little. So I was, um, I was Little Miss Garden Grove, and then I was um, Little Miss California. <laughs> and then <laughs> I went on to be like, uh, um, um, oh God, what was it? Um, Miss Teen America at the time, and then um, Miss Riverside when I got older to go on to Miss California, but I never got to the Miss California pageant because I got my first movie. Which was? Which was The Barbarians. (laughs) Oh, my God. You got to start somewhere. You do got to start somewhere. And it's shot in Italy. Oh. For three months. Hello. So there was, from there, uh, first I did, I went off into the hosting world. It was called the new Canon Camera, and they hadn't done it since the 60s or when the last one And didn't the last you do it did twice? It. We did two years of it. Yeah, we did two seasons of it, and Dom and I hosted, and it was really fun. And then right after that, I got Santa Barbara. Oh, right. And I did Remember that, that for six opera? months. And then right after that, I got all my children. Which... That's where I fell in love with her. Like a few of my Thank friends you. come from the soap opera world and and they're all from Thank all you. my children. So what can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> now, you won a daytime Emmy. I did. For your role as Dr. Maria Santos, yes. right? One and done. Really? Yeah. You got a lot of one and dones. Yeah. 
Yeah. But then you Snap, married. Move you, on. You also <laughs> married. I know. Uh, I know that you've had two marriages, but no three. Three. Yeah. Wow. Dude, I like the up and coming Elizabeth Taylor. I love what? it. But that show did bring you a child, right? Because you I'm married- a marital gangster. <laughs> <laughs> but you married uh, your one of your co-stars, correct? Yep, John O'Callaghan. John John Callahan. Callahan. Oh, John O'Hurley oh, is right. who was my first husband. Up. He's like lovely, amazing guy. We're still great friends. He was on. That's um, when I met you. Yeah, oh yes, That's he went on I to do you. Seinfeld, and he played Peterman on Seinfeld. Yes, um, and now he hosts the uh, Westminster Dog Show. Yeah, <laughs> and he won Dancing with the Stars. Yes, he yeah. did. And uh, and then I married John Callahan. And that's my daughter's dad. And we were Edmund and Maria on All My Children. So that show must have been a good blessing for you. It was a great blessing. How many years did you... I know you went back for the finale, but before you left, how many years were you on that show? Um, Often on eight. Eight years. Yeah. And And then eight years at CSI Miami. Isn't that weird? I guess yeah. number eight, eight is, eight good, is for good for you. Yeah. That might be your life path number. I'll have to investigate that. Okay. You'll tell oh, me after. You? Yeah. Oh, awesome. And I'll okay. investigate that for you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so what are the love scenes like when you're doing them on a soap opera? Are um, you dressed underneath the, the sheet? Yes. Everybody always has something on or you're in underwear at least, but always something or pasties or, or something. You're always covered on a soap. It's pretty conservative. The interesting thing about shooting... Um, soap operas is that uh, a soap opera love scenes is that it's kind of just known that when you're doing rehearsal you don't really make out you don't really kiss you don't really do any of the bits you just block it for the numbers you know they, they say let's do it by the numbers and it's like oh, and then you're actually saying okay make out 10 seconds one two three so you're four. counting that in your head when that's happening. you're counting in your head because for rehearsal you've got four or five cameras and they're doing their camera shots camera one camera two camera right. eight they have to know Dario, how long like, to stay yeah. On, yeah. each camera and so the director has to be able to call the shots up in the booth and they want to be able to know and then after ten counts of kissing you roll over he rolls over on top of you you roll over on top of him it's totally choreographed it's totally totally choreographed is that different from a show like CSI Miami if you had a love scene in that show to do yeah I think a nighttime show is a little bit different you're going to do it many times for First of all, the love scene. You're going to probably be in bed for a couple hours because they're going to do the wide shot. They're going to do the singles. They're going to do the two shot. They're going to do it a bunch of times. When you're doing daytime, you're going to do one rehearsal for cameras and then you're going to shoot it and it's going to be and you're going to be done. And the rehearsal is nobody's making out. Nobody's doing anything. And then you're going to go for it during the actual shooting. But on a nighttime show, you're going to go for it every single time. Because you have to, because you're doing the wide shot, the close-up shots, the two shots, some other raking shot, some other whatever. You could be doing that thing for so a really long time. You're in trouble if you don't like your guy that you have to kiss or yeah. the girl or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're in and it can trouble. be weird and it can be awkward. Right? And, you know, all the you know all the crew wants to be on set that day, so they try to close the set and get everybody that's not supposed to be there out of there. You still have pasties or whatever, even though it's nighttime, right? right? Even though it's nighttime, yeah. And I actually haven't done. Uh, Because our show was not super character driven. It was more, you know, science driven. So I didn't have any love scenes on CSI. 
Oh, but yeah. Well, you played a detective, right? I had kissing right? scenes, but I didn't have like a like a. Big... You played a detective, Natalie. Uh, what was her name? Vaughn? Bo Vista. Bo Vista. Bo Vista. That's right. <laughs> well, how did you study up for that, or do you, or do you just read the script and go for it? You just read the script and pray and and read it again and read it again and read it again because it's all the science dialogue that's yeah. like speaking another language. Well, that's the same thing as Doctor. I was an Marie. idiot at it. I'll but, be honest. I really had a hard time memorizing that. I'm going to tell you something that is. Not the first time I heard that this week alone. My friend Tamala Jones, who was a, played oh, yeah. a medical examiner, Laney, on the show Castle. Yeah. She said she almost got fired every single episode because she so couldn't hard. understand the medical terms. Yeah. Remember, And Anthony, you're tripping over them because you're learning yeah, a different remember. language yes. and you're acting in a different language, basically. Yeah, yeah she was, was really saying hard. exactly the same thing. And so for a detective... You go through the same thing, yeah. As a man, so when you play Doctor Maria, did you were you struggling then too with the medical? No, because we barely had any medical. It was all made up. <laughs> You'd have like a soap opera disease. I don't even know. You know, always somebody had a soap opera disease. <laughs> but you were voted the sexiest federal grant writer in TV history for that role. Did you know that? <laughs> did you know you were? No, I didn't know. I I wonder how many grant writers there are on TV in TV though. So I, that might be a small pool. I doubt that there's like a big. <laughs> you might be the only. I one. might be the only one. So well, I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> Yay! I win. Party of one. <laughs> oh God, that's so great. All right, and then you 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 leave. CSI Miami, right? Mm-hmm. And you go on, you do some movies. Yeah. And then you decide what? I, I really want to host again. Is that what happened? Yeah. Well, CSI Miami went off the air. All my children went off the air the same year. You did go back, though. I for... went back as it was as it was closing its doors for the I last saw time. Almost every... Well, no so Elizabeth Taylor. No she Elizabeth wasn't Taylor. there. No. Because she's not here she's anymore. Not. And yeah. then who else did we uh, not have? Uh, the guy who played Adam Chandler, he had passed, was he? He had passed too. He had passed yeah, too, passed so we away. didn't have him. Mm-mm. So who else was missing of that uh, group there? Were there uh, quite um, a few people missing? Because I think they tried to have everyone back, right? I think they did try to have everybody who could come back, come back. I think they even had... Um, I think they even had um, people who were already moved on to other soap operas. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I saw yeah. I saw all those people. I was like, oh, they're so-and-so. Oh, they're so-and-so. Yeah. Uh, they didn't ask my friend, though, uh, Tasia, back, who played Dottie. Oh. I know. That was kind of a drag. Uh, but uh, do you talk to anybody from that world? At all? Yeah. So I still am friends with um, with you know Sarah Geller, who was Sarah I Michelle see her Geller. All the time. You do. Yes, at the so dry bar. We were roommates <laughs> together when she started. You, you know, when she started on the show, she was fifteen. She and played I was Erica 23. Kane's daughter. Yeah. And she was just turning 16, and so she was my roommate for three years. And then um, then when she left, and then, you know, of course, Kelly is my great friend, Kelly Ripa. And um, then I'm still friends with Windsor Harmon, who's now over on Bold and the Beautiful, and um, and Cameron Matheson. Who's, who's now awesome. hosting uh, the Home and Family Show. Home and Family Show. I'm going to go do that next week. Oh, good. Yeah, so I'm going to go see him over there next week. And my week. friend Debbie Matinopoulos. Yep. Oh, I love her. Isn't she the She's best? She's so cool. Adore. She's so much fun. Yeah. And. And, um, and I would say that's probably, oh, and uh, Sydney Penny, when she comes to town, I get to see Sydney probably once every year and a half or so. And I guess that's kind of, that's kind of it. That's so. quite a bit. Though. I follow Alicia Minishu. We, I, you know, I've always loved her. So I thought we follow each other. What on was Instagram. her character? She was Kendall after Sarah yes, left. Yes. Kendall that. Does she ever eat that girl? <clears throat> 
She does, she's just got an amazing bod. Like I mean, she, she's like weighs a pound and she a half. keeps it tight. Yeah, she keeps she, it real. She keeps tight. it tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and now she's really fun. She's a cool you're, girl. You're doing something that I love. First of all, anything to do with animals, call on me. You're, <laughs> you're hosting this new show. It's part of the CW Saturday Morning lineup, yeah. right? They, what do they call it? The CW Magnificent or something? Yeah, Magnificent Mornings on yeah. the CW, and it's called Chicken Soup for the Souls Animal Tales. Animal tales and it's great so tell us about it <clears throat> brooke burke was hosting a show before it for the last three years called chicken soup for the souls everyday heroes and they found that the shows that they were doing that were based on the animals were getting really great ratings so they decided to do a spin-off and they asked me to come host the spin-off and it's chicken soup for the souls animal tales and it's all these really inspiring educational stories on you know animal animals doing amazing things for people and people doing amazing things for animals and um you know like one of the stories is how um you know one of, one of these great stories is how they're uh, this organization is taking dogs out of the pound saving their lives and um then retraining them to be animal support for um vets that have major ptsd that are literally unable to cope when they come back and they have to have they have to go through really incredible training process to to be support for these specific kinds of you know of course of mental health you know yeah um, wow and what kind of dogs do they problems. usually use for that that's it's all animal shelter dogs really yeah they do a little testing on the animal on, on the dogs before they take them out of the pound they do they make sure that they can you know i don't know what interact. they're that yeah interact but also there must be some sort of specific testing process i haven't seen that whole show yet but i just thought that, that was amazing what they're able to do for their new owners and they have have given the dogs a new life and a new forever home and they've given the um they've given their their actual vet their you know their when you're talking about war this, veteran this is what comes to my mind a new chance when of life. george bush died the uh <clears throat> the first president george bush um that dog of his that sat yeah. in front oh my god that was a heartbreaking so picture that's what i think about when you're talking about this it's those kind of animals yeah yeah that are just taking care of people yeah they're just there to take care of you it's the coolest there's thing an, there's another story that we have in one of our episodes about a dog that was also rescued and trained um <clears throat> by this company and they trained him to be a um, diabetes dog and so he was given to a little a family with a little boy who's three who had severe um, diabetes and the dog because the little boy can't tell you when he's having level. a sugar yeah. low or a sugar high the dog actually smells that he's having a sugar low runs to the mom and lays down that means the little, he's having a sugar low. If she, if he can smell when he is high, his blood sugar is high, he runs to the mom and barks. Unbelievable! So he, the dog saves the little boy's life on the daily, like probably twenty times a day, all day, every day. Changed the family's life because there was no way they could monitor the little boy that much. Like they thought they were going to lose him all the time, and this dog has saved. The little boy's life, the family. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, right? I mean, these are great tales. Yeah. <laughs> really great, great tales. tales. And, it's re and it's just amazing what our animal friends can do. Like, we're, we, we don't even know that they're capable of. and that I think dolphins, the same thing. 
Yeah. I think dolphins smell sickness on people too. Mm-hmm. And they and gravitate to them. Yeah. And they smell distress. Yeah. yeah. And they gravitate to them to try to ease them. Yeah. It's amazing what animals There's so can many do. stories of dolphins saving swimmers. And it's on Saturday mornings. Saturday mornings. Here in LA it's on at one o'clock. In some um in some areas it's on at ten AM. But it's on at one o'clock here in LA. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Um, now you love to travel. First of all, love first of all, before we get into it, well, you call yourself a travelholic. <laughs> um, but the one thing <clears throat> I do sorry, love is that you're an in and out addict. Yes. So please tell us about that. Anthony and I were just saying, man, we would love to have an in and out burger right now. Right. Who wouldn't? <laughs> and you know what? Even when I'm trying to be good, even when I'm trying to like, you know. Yeah, but you're, you're in gonna... really great shape. So you could even do a protein style. I do cool. protein style. Yeah. And you know what? I never gain a pound. You when won't. I go protein style. Okay, I can't get the fries. That's clear. Yeah. But like if I go protein style, I'm good. I'm, I'm fine. And how often do you eat them if you're an addict? Well, I, I am trying to cut back because I found that my cholesterol was high this year out of the blue, never been high before. So I realized, all right, I'm going to well, have to know, cut back to on the it. red meat. Yeah, but I hate to say it may not be the red meat. Sometimes it's no, hereditary. It's hormonal. Yeah. yeah. And it's also age. Mm-hmm. That happened to me too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it does when your body just will change. Yeah. But and the first thing, the first thing to change is your cholesterol with your hormones. Correct. My, yeah. So what I did was got my hormones in check. And now yeah. my cholesterol's perfect. Yeah. And now I can eat my hamburgers again. Mine's on its way down. <laughs> Mine's on its way because I got my hormones in check too. Yeah. And so now my cholesterol's on its way down. It dropped by like 40 points, which was awesome. But I really want to get it like, I want to get lower. it like crystal. Okay. So you, you're not eating in and out anymore then? Well, now I'm only having it like once every like six weeks. Oh dear. Isn't that sad? That does not make you an addict anymore. Don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> And did you just travel recently, maybe over the summer, to Croatia to I hunt did. truffles? Yeah. Well, yes. It was amazing. What in the heck is that like? Yeah, oh, my God. It was like one of those bucket list dream come true things that you I didn't even know you could do. You and Oprah. She went to Italy to hunt the truffles, and you went to Croatia. So cool. What, like, really how, what fun. do you do? So um, they used to hunt truffles with pigs. Have you ever heard of this, hunting truffles, Anthony? No. So for centuries, for they you know they hunted them with the pigs because of course that's the pigs', the pigs favorite can thing. Smell them. They smell them and they sure. dig them out. And they're still the best hunting tool for the truffles. But they'll eat them. But they eat them. <laughs> so they would mar them, or they'd have to dig them out of their mouth, or you know they'd lose so many with the pigs that they finally started teaching the dogs to hunt for the truffles, and then that way the dogs won't eat them. They're still the dogs will like sometimes you know nip them up. But will it make them sick? No, 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 because they're natural. Okay. So, um, but they don't, they don't, they're not voracious about them like the pigs are. So, uh, they take you out, you go out early in the morning and, um, and it's cold and man, do you get eaten by mosquitoes? You must be in like full on mosquito protection. And And the reason they go out so early in the morning is because, um, it's when it gets warm, the scent, um, starts to dissipate. And so the dogs can smell it. And and the other reason they take them out before dawn is because the dog's sense of smell is heightened because it can't heat. They can't see as well. Ah. So now they're more, they're not distracted by all that they see. They are hunting literally by smell. But don't truffles like a mushroom? Okay. Don't they just grow? Do I, I, no? They're de- they're in they're, oh, they're uh, below the they're soil? below the soil. Yeah. So they literally have to, they got to dig them up. Once they find them, they got to dig them up. How far below the soil are they? They can be anywhere from four to six inches. I I mean, I don't know if they go eight inches. Is this why they're so expensive? Not too far down. Yeah. And that just that they're so hard to find. 
that they're really hard. And there's only certain places on the planet that they grow. Well, that's Very Italy and Croatia too. Yeah, Where Italy, else? Croatia, and um, somebody, and, and there's like some little area in France, and somebody said a different species in Australia. But only in certain forests has to be certain kind of trees and it's a seasonal certain thing, kind right? of climate. Well, in Croatia and in Italy, I guess it's year round because, but it's not the same kind of truffle. So there are um, winter truffles and they're black, and summer truffles and they're black, and then there are fall truffles and those are, are the white, white ones. ones. Yes, and those are those worth are the ones that triple. cost ninety dollars for yeah. like a little shave yep. on your pasta. They are worth okay? triple. Yeah. <laughs> They're literally worth their weight in gold. And you have to uh, smell the truffle to understand a truffle, right? And it smells like dirty socks. Disgusting. But, oh my God, but something amazing about it. Unbelievable. Something sexy. There is and something amazing. unbelievable. Yeah. So you took the dogs out or they go out before you? No, you go out with the dogs. You go out with you the dogs. You go out with the dog handler, the truffle hunter, and the dogs are his, and you go hunting through the forest, and the and the, it's a very well, well-worn well paths because the truffles tend to grow under the same trees, um, tree roots, and... And, and and they're always near the tree roots of these specific kind of trees. Right. So the dogs, but you don't know where on the roots. So it's not necessarily under the tree. It could be anywhere out that the tree root goes. Can you take them back with you here to the States? Or well, no? whatever you find, they let you keep. They do. Mm-hmm. When you do these like little truffle adventures. But, you know, they only keep for a week. So I was in Croatia for a month. So I shaved it on everything I could be, you know, like <laughs> truffle everything. I, I smelled like truffle. My purses smelled like truffle. My clothes smelled like truffle. I was like truffle Why don't you do, um, uh, you have a YouTube channel, right? Yeah. Why don't you do a show on your YouTube channel next time you go truffle hunting and take a crew with you and show everybody That's what goes on? That's a idea. I mean, because I got invited to go next year in September for the for the kickoff of the white truffle season. Closey. To host the opening. Take a crew. Yeah. And put it on your YouTube so That's people can really see That's a really great what idea. Goes in. So when they get to the restaurant and the guy goes, that'll be $90 for that little spritz, you'll understand. You'll know why. You'll know why it That's costs so much. great idea. I wonder if I could get a crew when I get there. You probably could. So taking a crew would be yeah, kind of an expensive venture. Absolutely, you get a crew there. Oh, what a great I idea. Mean, of course you know you, what? That's a great idea. You really should. You're going to have to go produce it. Well, I would. Right? I would totally produce it for you because I already have a vision of what I would Because this do. was already your idea. Yeah, but so, I, would already, I already know what I would do with you and how would we do it. Okay, we got a trip plan next September. It. I'm going with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going with you. <laughs> going to Croatia. Right, you and, will love Croatia. I cannot <gasps> wait to go. Oh. I've been dying to go to Croatia. And there are some amazing hotels. There's a hotel chain there. A hotel. It's not chain they're all um, separately owned individually owned but it's a hotel brand called stories uh, stories croatia and it's 17 hotels within this brand and the prerequisite to them being accepted into the brand is that they, it has to be an, a historic in some way so one of these is built in a spectacular castle a 2000 year old castle one is built in 1500 year old ruins one is built in this lighthouse that is a thousand years old. This is segment one, Anthony. Yeah, right amazing. Here. You're going to take people around and show them Croatia, show them the old, the you know, just the old school feel. Oh, it's gorgeous. The food's architect. astounding. The people yeah. are so nice. It is so safe. And you then can't you're going to take them truffle hunting. And then we're going to go truffle hunting. I mean, it's a great The show. water is crystal clear. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's I saw cr- those pictures. Beautiful. And then I saw you in Belize. This one. That was really fun, too. This one's going yeah. everywhere. Okay. <laughs> 
That's all I have to say. I haven't had a regular gig, so I've been like, well, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now you have a, a website that I found. Is yes. you still you still working on that? What, yeah. Is it One Planet One People? It's called uh, well, it's EvaLaRue.luxury, but One Planet One People is my is the brand, and it's been mostly just me writing blogs. And that was uh, no, it's travel not just blogs. mostly blogs. I went yeah. on that website. You offer advice and and places to take kids. And yeah. You do give a lot of a, yeah. a lot of information. Oh, thank on your you. Website. Yeah, I try to. And then I was writing a um, a luxury travel blog for um, uh, uh, luxury. Uh, d- sorry, travel luxury, which is an offshoot of discover luxury, and um, and then the YouTube channel, the Eva Larue channel on YouTube. I started this parenting yeah. series with my daughter just because just to do something funny, but also to give information because I'm a big information junkie and just like a big statistic junkie. So we did one on you know how to talk to your kids about sex and I gave a lot of like statistical information teen driving oh boy because my daughter got her license this year um you know just a lot of different topics like this but try to make them funny and super informational also about like vaping yeah that like, jewel pen you mean? all those jewel yeah. pens that these kids Which are getting not addicted good. to not, not good. good for them Mm-mm. and then do you talk about um because I know you and I had this conversation what happens when your kids start dating and you may not like the person they're dating I'm not allowed to take on that topic yet. She won't let you, huh? Mm-mm. <laughs> and we won't talk about why. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, maybe one day she'll We'll revisit. You. And do you I'll have, come back. We'll revisit. Do you have your jewelry line still? <laughs> no, not anymore. And that was fun. That was fun. I had it. It was um, it was on the HSN of Canada. And we so it was the shopping network, Can- Canadian shopping network. And I did that for three years. And then, um, and then you know, I just got crazy busy with other things. So, But I will say, it's amazing now, um, you, Jessica Alba, Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, all you actresses have dove into all of this informational, like she's got goop. Yeah, uh, Sarah Michelle's got her food Foosters, thing she's doing. Yeah, which is amazing. And Jessica Alba has her honest. Yeah, her honest. Everybody's kind of branching out. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's really great because two things. Number one, you're giving out great information, and two, people will actually go to you for the information because they'll trust you, even if they don't know you, Eva Larue. They know. Dr. Uh, Maria Santos, or they know Detective, you know. Yeah. They, so they will go to you guys. There's like maybe a trust factor. Yes. Yeah. And so. And they know we're all moms. Yes. You know, and they know we're all trying to do the best, just like everybody else. Yes. You know, and, and you know, we're, we're freaking face planting and then picking ourselves up and trying to do it right the next time. You know, it's like, it's all trial and do error. Do you have any aspirations um, to direct? Um. I don't know what what I have in development right now because I really do want to share a lot of information is a talk show idea. So I really um, there's so many celebrity driven talk show things, but I really want to do something. And then, you know, and I love the doctors. Okay, so I love that you're doing all of that. It is fantastic. It's been great to have these five years off since CSI's been off. I can't believe it's been already, or maybe it's been like four years. But um, it was the first time since my daughter was born that I wasn't juggling work and her. And so I've had these four years. That's why I've been traveling so much because suddenly I had the time and the means because before in my life, I either had the time and no means or the means and no time. Right. And for the first time in my life, I had both and it was just she and I. 
and I had so the wait, opportunity. So wait, she didn't go to school? You just took her out or you traveled during summer? We traveled all during the summer and then but when she was in middle school, I was able to take her out a lot even, you know, sometimes during the year. But now I can't because now she's in high school, so she's behind too much. So now we just do, you know, Easter break, Christmas break, and summer. So, um, but we've been able to see so much of the world together. And on those trips, there isn't any of the distraction. There isn't homework. She doesn't have tumbling practice. I don't have, like, you know, auditions and work myself. So we get a chance to bond on a level that I never thought I was going to get with her. And it's been the most rewarding time of my whole life but you are enjoying hosting too and you do <clears throat> want oh, to continue doing that oh yeah yeah this is this is fun and hosting i find easy easy because you don't have to memorize anything you don't you know you're not studying all night no, you don't have that you. that 14 hour day the yeah. 12 to 14 hour day you go in and host and you're yep it's a good gig it's a it? great gig. <laughs> a gig i can still be the mom i want to be it's awesome <laughs> it yeah it's a good gig all right <clears throat> tell everybody where they can find you on social media your website give everybody okay eva larue everything eva larue everything you've got to come visit me on my instagram which is i'm eva larue not i am eva larue just i am Eva LaRue. And that's also my Twitter. Uh, but I'm super active on, and then Eva LaRue Facebook. But I'm super active on my Instagram. That's where I do the most of my stuff. And then um, also, EvaLaRue.Luxury is my website. It's a cool website. Check it out. It's a cool website. Actually, my daughter's got a super cool website. Hers is at Top Teen Traveler. Oh. And she just started a campaign called Hashtag Still a Girl because she wrote an article for um, that ended up being published in um, Teen Vogue on child marriage in the United States because 25 states in the United States allow marriage under the age of 12. Isn't that crazy? Is that crazy? So she wrote this amazing article, got published, What's and then started... What's her website again? It's, um, her website is kayacallahan.com. And then what is her Instagram? At Top Teen Traveler. Let's check that out yeah. for sure. Yeah, she's a fun kid. You'd love her. She, she's got like your energy and your kind of personality. She's like a funny... I need to meet little, her. Yeah, she's I a cool kid. definitely need to meet her. Yeah. And of course, you can find me, Instagram. Uh, what is my Instagram? Oh, Lisa Stanley 30. I always forget what it is. <laughs> or on Twitter, Lisa K Earth. Uh, uh, Facebook's not my jam. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's what all the girls were saying the other day. Facebook's not my that, jam. You know what? It's funny. I It's not my focus. Focus. Yeah, it it's, isn't. It, it isn't. isn't. Instagram is yeah. my thing, and then you know I've been loving the. the but don't worry because YouTube. Facebook owns Instagram, so they don't care. Yeah, where so they we don't go. care. They don't care. They're where happy we no go. matter. And then I've got it. it my, my Instagram goes directly to my fa- pushes to yeah, my so Facebook. Does mine. So it's I don't automatic. have to spend my whole life on social media. Yeah, and then not... Eva Larue channel on YouTube. Check out our fun. They're just funny. And you know, by next year, YouTube. you're going to check out the show that we're going to do yes! with the truffle hunt. Yes. Okay. That's where we're going to do that. Yeah. All right. So that's it, kids. Uh, I want you all to tune in, though. Lisa, and thanks watch. for having me, Oh, honey. please. Thanks for coming in. I really do want people to watch your show on The CW. It's part of the Saturday morning lineup, and it is going to be a really special show. It's going to move you. You're, you. I dare you to not be moved. I yeah. dare you to not be inspired and, um, and educated in some way, but in a really wholesome, like, start your weekend off in a really great, you know... Family. I'm, tu- I'm tuning in, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, love you. Thank Thanks, you so honey. much. Thank you so much, Lisa. I love you too.